Welcome all to Kingdom Life Church VA Podcast. At KO, we endeavor to advance God's kingdom one life at a time. So, I pray that wherever you're listening from, that this will help you be encouraged. Here is this week's message. Okay, so, when I was thinking about the title, Pastor said, Daughter, you think of a title. I'm going to have you uh, give a teaching. Uh, March or April, and I was like, okay, I hope it's April, <laughs> but here we are, you know, here we are. So I came up with this title, I believe, before Pastor even said anything, Aiming with Expectation. So we, we're in the year of harvest, but before the harvest, we had to do some things, right? We had to plant some seeds, right? We had to water those seeds, and, you know, then there was a waiting period. The process. We, we have to wait before the harvest. So that's what I'm going to be um, teaching on today. So um, there was a time when I had to activate my faith, and I call it activation. Um, and this particular time, we were trying to move, and, you know, we didn't have nowhere to go. We didn't know which way we were going to go, when or where. And so the only thing I could remember is the scripture. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Right? And so we got a part. We had no place to go. We know where we were going. But we know that we were going somewhere. And so we got a part. We packed a part. I mean, the house was empty. Right? And I'm going to tell you that at this time, my credit wasn't so good. So, you know, the worry starts to come in. Doubt starts to come in. Planting a seed, right? Seed of doubt. You know, a seed of fear. But then we ended up getting a place. Because that's how you activate your faith, right? Not only did we get a place, the place was bigger than where we were leaving from. The place was within our budget. So, you know, it's about activating your faith. Um, So we are aiming with expectation. We don't want to aim our seed on solid ground because seed can't grow on solid ground, right? And so, and also when we're aiming our seed, when we're aiming our seed, we expect something to grow, right? And so if we plant potatoes, We're not expecting tomatoes, so we need to aim the seed at the knee. What are we we looking for? We're looking for potatoes. I'm not expecting tomatoes. So I'm going to go into scripture, 1 John 5, 14 through 15 in the NIV version reads, This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. Now, what would happen if we actually expected God to bless us? In our worship, in our workplace, in our marriages, when we pray for our children, when we talk to our neighbors about God, instead of expecting the worst, let's expect God to bless us. 
So I said before that we were in the year of harvest and that we needed to do some things before we got to this place. And the first thing is seeds need to be planted. In Genesis 8, 22, the NIV version, God tells us, as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. So we're always harvesting. We're, we're always planting. Everything in life starts with a seed. And so when I think about that, you can have good seed and you can have bad seed. People can plant seed in you that you don't even know about. So when I was growing up, people planted seeds of doubt in me. Like, you can't do this and you can't do that. And then we start to feel that way about ourselves, right? So they planted the seed of harvest and then we start to cultivate that, right? And so, you know, until you get to know Jesus because he tells us something different, right? So in the beginning, God said that as long as the earth remains, there will be, a, be seed time and harvest. Paul pointed out clearly the law of sowing and reaping in Galatians 6, 7. And I'm, this is coming from the message translation. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So don't be missled. No one mocks a fool of God, makes a fool of God. What a person plants, he will reap. The person that plants selfishness, ignoring the needs of others, ignoring God. Harvest a crop of weed. And he'll have to show for his life, is, all he'll have to show for his life is weed. But the one who plants in response to God Letting God's spirit do the work in him, harvest a crop of real life, eternal life. And that's what we, that's what we want, eternal life, right? So Jesus, he himself constantly compared faith with seed being planted um, to get a result. And we can see that in Matthew 17, verse 20, and this is coming from the New Living Translation. He said... You don't have enough faith. This is what Jesus told him. I tell you the truth. If you have even a small, as small as a mustard seed, a faith, I'm sorry. If you have even, if you have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there. And it will be moved. Nothing will be impossible. And from time to time, we may face mountains of seed, spiritual problems, sickness, family problems, fear, financial problems, and many more. But God's word tells us what to do to get the mountain moved out of our lives. Plant a seed, right? Um, each act of faith is a seed planted. And it will multiply back to you many times according to God's word. Now, um, I didn't mention this in the beginning, or maybe I did. It's like, you know, when I was asked to come up, uh, when Pastor texted me, immediately 
a seed of fear was planted. And then God said, daughter, I didn't plant the seed of fear um, inside of you. And so I had, to, I had to take that because I know that God does not put fear inside of us. He does not sow a spirit of fear. It's like, where did you get that from? And so, you know, sometimes we have to reevaluate, examine our life. Um, and then I was reminded, I was reminded of this time I was trying to grow some grass, right? And um, the guy said, you need to unchoke the grass because the dead grass was over top of it. And he was like, you need to unchoke the grass to bring your grass to life. And so let's think about that. We got to unchoke. We got to unchoke some things in our life. Right? Yeah. And so um, the next important thing with the seed is to aim your seed against the knee. Again, um, I talked about that. We want to aim our seed against the thing that we are praying to God about. Uh, we... We don't want to aim our seed on um, unfertilized ground. So when I thought about that, aiming your seed against your knee, I thought about the woman with the issue of blood, right? So in Mark 5, 25 through 20, 29, and this is coming from the New King James Version, it speaks to that very thing. 25 says... Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and has suffered many things from many physicians. She has spent all that she had and was not better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I, have, I may touch his clothes, I shall be well. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. So this verse, you know, kind of skimmed over because she, has, she had to do some things to get to Jesus. She had to push through. She had to push through the crowd because everybody was coming out to see this man called Jesus. And so she had to push through the crowd. So she had to do some things. So the woman um, aimed her seed of faith against her need of healing. This, too, is how we aim our seed against our need. First, identify the purpose of seed sowing. Her purpose was to be healed from her affliction. So she identified her purpose. And then second, Ask God about the things we, we're believing for. This will call for us to seek after God. So you see, she, seek, she was seeking after God. She was seeking Jesus. She heard that Jesus was passing by. She then made up her mind to seek after him. As she heard all of the testimonies of what Jesus Christ had done, her faith increased. Just by hearing her faith increased. Right? Faith come by hearing and hearing and hearing. And so the third um, thing is, say it out loud. Right? So the verse tells us in 28, she said, 
If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. So she spoke the thing that she wanted um, to, her seed to be aimed at. Fourth, aim our faith, applying the word of God directly to our situation, identifying the need, and aiming our faith directly toward it. So the woman with the issue of blood, she had faith that if she went to meet Jesus, he would hear her from her infirmities. The woman saw her healing. She settled it in her mind. That's vision, right? That's the vision. We're going to see things beyond what's in front of us. She already had it settled in her mind. She developed a picture of healing in her mind even before she saw Jesus. The woman anticipated a turnaround. Expectation. She already saw it. She, she expected it to happen. And this motivated her to push through the crowd. Look, she was knocking everybody over. Look, I need to get this need right here need to come, come to fruition. Her physical eyes saw impossibility, but with the eyes of faith, she saw her testimony. Right? So we need to see our testimonies. You know, our children may not be doing right, but guess what? We're going to say they're doing right because we see it before, before it happens. Our finances may look funny, but guess what? I'm rich because I already see it. So we have to see that thing before, before it happens. So the fifth thing is to look for God um, as our source and not to man. And she did this because, remember, she went to all of these physicians. Th those men couldn't help her. She spent all her money on all of those things. And so when she stopped looking to the physician who could not heal her and started looking to God, her faith got activated Amen. as she was healed. It doesn't matter what you're going through or how long it has been. You begin to visualize testimonies instead of impossibilities. Look beyond the facts. Every problem has an expiry date. Right? And so as you begin to visualize and expect your testimonies, remember, the Bible says in Proverbs 23 and 18, for surely there is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. There is an end to your tears. Your situation is not hopeless. For every difficulty that you might be facing in your marriage, your health, in your ministry, career, and businesses, there is an end. Amen. Amen. So aiming your seed at specific need can help you release your faith for that need to be met by God, our source. When sowing your seeds become a way of life, it can change your life. When sowing a seed becomes a way of life, it can change your life. Amen. And so we've finished planting. 
the land and been cultivated. We dug up and unchoked, all of that bad stuff. And Pastor Tina said on Coffee and Conversations, don't miss it, 7 o'clock to 7.30 on Thursdays. <laughs> Pastor Tina said, you know, you got to dig that weed up from the root. You got to get it from the root because if you don't get it from the root, it's going to grow back. We know. We got, everybody got weeds in there. Y'all know those weeds come back if you don't get it from the root. So we got to dig it up from the root. So we done planted. Now we're in the waiting period. And what do we do during the growing time while we're waiting for our seed to grow? So many times we pray and pray. It seems as if nothing is happening. After a while, it's easy to get weary and perhaps feel frustrated. God's word says in Galatians 6 and 9, the NIV version, let, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will a harvest. If we do not give up, and that is the key, we cannot grow weary Things may not look like it's supposed to look, but God is still working behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Uh, to use uh, Pastor AJ reference when he talked about, um, uh, what's her name, the blind lady, and, you know, she can't see. She has vision, but she cannot see. And so we have to be like that. We have to see the vision without seeing So, if the, farm, the farmer doesn't buy a field uh, that is ready with harvest, so the field isn't, he doesn't go and buy a field and it's already ready to be harvested, the farmer harvest began where he plants the seed in the ground many months before. But his work doesn't stop when he gets the seeds in the ground. He must do some things. He has to cultivate it, and I looked that up, and I saw all that it took, okay? So, so the farmer cultivated the land to grow seeds. This required preparing the land for planting. He worked over it. He watered it, and he digged around in it, right? He had to dig around in it to till that land, to get them seeds deep down in there, and then he give it all around attention to make it to produce so he can go out and gather the harvest he is expecting. When the yieldings are developing, farmers must water and depend on rainfall and also remove the weeds or crop pests. Because you know you get crop, you get pests up in there. You got to go in there. You got to get them out. And so how do we work the seed that we have planted? by cultivating our relationship with Jesus Christ. And now that's gonna cause us to do some communication because we, we need to get a, a relationship with Jesus. And communication is uh, a key to any relationship and it's no different with God. And so we need to continuously look to him for our source. You know, the Bible tells us to not lean into our own understanding. We have to look to God. We can't go to our sisters because they can't, they can't help us. 
We can't go to our friends, to our mothers, to our fathers. We need to go to God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. By putting him first in everything that we do. So I just said that. And Matthew 6 and 3 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And we also do this by knowing his word and confessing by faith that our needs are already met. By living in a state of expectancy. Expectancy. Now, when you guys came in here to sit in these seats, y'all expected them seats to hold you up. We always living in a state of expectancy. We expect our cars to run when we get up in the morning. We expect our limbs to work. We expect our lights to be on. We live in a state of expectancy at all times. So in between the seed planting and the harvesting, a divine process has been going on. God had been growing the seed. The important thing to notice about farmers is that they must be willing to wait for the seed to come into full growth. They had to have faith in what they had planted and believe it will, come, it will produce the harvest it was aimed at. We must do some things with the spiritual seed that we have planted. So I got a lot of lists for y'all because, you know, I do a lot of teaching at work. So I'm sorry. So for things, four things you can do during the growing time, have a regular time of Bible study. Not just Wednesday night Bible study. You can have Bible study on your own, just getting into your word, studying it with faith. Uh, remember that the victory in your harvest come through your faith. Confess with your mouth, God, I have given my tithes and offering as a seed of faith. You are growing my seed. You are changing my seed time into harvest time. You are rebuking the devourer for my sake. Amen. And then we pray and we keep on praying 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 until we see the harvest. Jude 20, and this is the message translation said, but you, dear friends, carefully build yourself up in the most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep your life moving towards God. And when I went over number four, um, I remember pastor said, and, and I'm a reference you pastor because my, my, um, grandfather, my spiritual grandfather told me you should be referencing your pastor. And so I'm going to reference you because I listen. And, you know, I remember uh, in one of your um, teachings, you said, you know, we need to stay on a path. It's like being on a runway and we go to the left, we're going to miss something. How we know that that may be the thing that we need. You know, we have to stay, we have to stay moving towards God. We can't back up because look, you just missed something. Your package just dropped. You missed it. Yeah. Right? So we have to stay moving forward, moving towards God. Uh, <clears throat> this, that is how you make it through the growing season. Refusing to give up until you receive your harvest. Okay. 
All right, y'all. It's time to go and reap. We about to get some harvest. I'm about to get me some potatoes. We about to reap, Jesus. It's harvest time. I wanted to sing the song. Into the place of Thanksgiving with a praise on your mind. It's harvest time. I'll leave that to praise thee. <laughs> so harvest. Uh, let's look at Hebrews 11 and 6. It's the New Living Translation. It tells us it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. You see, God has a reward system, and it's a plan for our success. Right? In Mark 10, 29 and 30, the NIV version, it says, Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mothers or fathers or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields along with persecution. And in the age to come, eternal life. Amen. Amen. Many times we think that our only reward is in heaven. But God has a hundredfold return for us right here on earth. God wants us to have material resources that we need in this life and abundance to sow seed into his kingdom. So he wants us to have. Since God created a hundredfold blessing on our behalf, then I want my hundredfold blessing. I want my return. And I hope all of y'all want y'all's too. <laughs> so the harvest is a reflection of the seed sown. What you had to go through during the waiting period, don't let the enemy hit the core or the root of God's plan for you. Okay, so while I was preparing for this message, I ran across this, it's a, um, a faith movie, and it's called Faith Like a Potato. I don't know if you guys seen it, but it was good, okay? And so I'm going to give a little synopsis of what this was about. So it takes place in South Africa. Um, a farmer with an anger management issue is converted to, um, to a believer or follower of the word. Needing to bring, the land is very dry. So what's growing on dry land, right? Uh, most would think it was dead and no life could come from it. With no rain, he begins to question his decision. See, see how the enemy come in? You about to question God. You planted the potatoes, okay? Um, so after a while of waiting, he and his farm hand decided to take a chance and dig. But first they prayed. 
right? Before we go and do anything, we got to pray first. We expect something. Who going to help us with that but God? Okay. Um, as he began to dig, what is revealed is astonishing. The, the seed yields crop twice the size of what he was expecting. Now, how was this? Because the land was dry, right? He was looking for signs of rain, signs of growth above ground. All the while, there was water running underneath the ground. So what? Look at God. Look at God. So we can't look at the things in front of us. God is working behind the scenes. We have to have faith. We have to activate our faith. We have to trust in God. We have to stand on his word and his promises. That's what faith is, believing without seeing, knowing something is happening on a level that you can't see, not needing to see it to know God is handling it for you. You believe in your heart and you trust somewhere potatoes are growing just for you. <laughs> amen. Amen, amen. Okay, so I have a few more things to say, just, just a little bit. Um, I know it's kind of quick, but I hope you guys got something out of this. So my point is this. In between seed time and harvest, God is still doing his best work, though you may not see it. Don't give up on the harvest that is coming your way. Believe in God to meet your needs. Believe he will multiply. Believe he can do more than we even ask. Continue to sow generously in all areas of your life where you want to see a harvest. It is time to thank God and use your faith to rebuke Satan, the one the Bible calls the devourer, which means a seed eater. I was like, oh, Lord. We do not want, we do not want uh, the devil eating our seeds. Like a little um, pest, we got to go out there and clean them out. We do not want him eating our seeds. We have planted we have watered, and now we will be increased. The word says he intends to bless us a hundredfold. This is settled for me, and I hope it's settled for you as well. So before I leave, I have a, um, before I leave, I have three guidance for expectations. First, we have to have an attitude of expectation, you know. People have attitude. We can have stink attitudes, you know. Our attitudes can be bad, but let's have an attitude of expectation. The second thing is approach God with confidence. You know, God wants to bless us, so let's ask and expect a harvest for the seed or seeds we have planted. And the third thing is, God's power. If the Holy Spirit has convicted or inspired you to join or reach out to us through today's message, then email us at kingdomlifechurchva at gmail.com. If you would like to give towards this ministry or find out more, check out our website, which is kingdomlifeva.com. 
and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Kingdom Life VA. Thank you for listening, and be sure to subscribe so you can hear more messages like this.